This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 174 is going to be from James chapter 5, verses 13 through 18. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. James chapter 5, verses 13 through 18 read, Is any among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. Notice in James chapter 5, verses 13 through 18, both physical sickness and spiritual sickness is talked about. In verse 13, it says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. And so we're talking about physical suffering here. We're talking about physical sickness. If someone is suffering with physical sickness, prayer to God can help. Now we're living in a time where the miraculous age has ended. And so God is not going to reach down and miraculously heal people today the way that he did back then. But his providence is mighty powerful. And as his people today... I don't understand entirely how he works through his providence in every way. For his ways are above our ways, as heaven is above earth, so are his ways above our ways. And so he's still working in our lives. He's still helping people today, both with physical suffering and with spiritual suffering. And then in verse 14 it says, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And so from 14 and 15, we start talking about spiritual sickness. Sin is spiritual sickness. And the elders are to be our spiritual leaders in the church today. They are to be the ones that can help us with spiritual sickness. And so, who else would you call if you were spiritually sick? You would call for the elders. And the elders would come and pray over you and entreat God to help you with that spiritual sickness. And in verse 15, it says, And the prayer of faith will save the sick. If we have faith, we can be pleasing to God. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If we don't have faith, we cannot be spiritually acceptable to God. Therefore, we are spiritually sick without faith. And so the elder that prays in faith 
is mighty powerful, whether or not it's during a time of the miraculous age or during a time after the miraculous age has ended, the elder that is faithful and close to God, his prayers are mighty and powerful. Because here it says, and the Lord will raise him up through this prayer of faith. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And then in verse 16, it tells us, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another. You see, we need one another. We need to be able to confess our sins to one another. That means we need to be able to trust one another, to help one another. Why would we want to confess our sins to one another? Well, I might be strong where you are weak, and you might be strong where I am weak. And we can help one another get through the temptations in our lives. But separately, we might fall into those te temptations. But together, we are twice as strong. And the more people that we can put into that, the stronger we become. And so confess your trespasses to one another. And then once we know what we're all struggling with, we can pray to God for the help that we need. And then James goes on to tell us that Elijah was a man. And look how powerful Elijah's prayers were. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Now, I understand this was still during the time of the miraculous age, but God understood when he was having this written that the miraculous age was going to pass away, and he still had this put in the word of God for us today. There are mighty powerful lessons that we can learn about prayer from James chapter 5, verses 13 through 18. If we're physically sick, we can go to him. If we're spiritually sick, we can go to him. We need one another in this life. We need the prayers of each other in order to stay faithful. And simply because we're human and we fall short, we have the blood of Christ to help us go before God and bring these prayers to him. In Psalm 51, verses 1 through 19, the Bible says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow." Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, 
the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of the righteous, with burnt offering and whole burnt offerings. Then shall they offer bulls on your altar. The power of prayer is amazing. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. Notice the power that's in this prayer that's being made. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. God's mercy is shown to us when we reach out to him in prayer. If we're right with him, if we have asked, if we have called out for him, if we have been obedient to him in baptism, then we can go to him in his mercy. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. Prayer has the ability to ask God for forgiveness. It's the ability to go through Christ and his blood to go to the Father and ask for his mercy and his grace. It's the ability to acknowledge that we are transgressors, that we are sinful and that we need him in our life. When we truly acknowledge that, and are contrite, he is going to be there for us. He is going to be the one that restores our joy, heals our bones that he has broken, hides our iniquity, creates in us a clean heart, does not cast us away from his spirit, but restores our salvation. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. If we have sin in our lives and we are sin sick, prayer can help. If there are people suffering around us, prayer can help. God cares for us. He truly, truly cares for us. But we've got to be right with him. In Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. And your sins have hid his face from you, so that he will not hear. Prayer is powerful. But if we have sin in our lives and we separate ourselves from God, if we have sin in our lives that we refuse to repent of, then we are going to be separated from God and from the power of prayer. And that's a scary thing. Because God's hand is not shortened. He can still help us if we realize that we need it and we return to him. If we repent of our sins and come to him, church, he can help us. His hand is not shortened. But our iniquities, we remove ourselves from the power of prayer and from his hand and from his help when we refuse to repent, when we refuse to change our ways and come to him. But your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hid his face from you so that he will not hear. But God, Jesus, understood the power of prayer. 
and he spent a lot of time in it. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us, as Jesus did in Matthew chapter 14 and verse 23. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. Notice how much time he spends with the Father. Jesus understands the power of prayer for himself and everyone around him. He spends a tremendous amount of time praying. In Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And so having risen a long time before daylight, he understood that the day was going to be busy and that if he was going to get the time necessary in order to pray properly, he was going to have to raise a long time before daylight. And then he went out to a solitary place and he prayed. He understood the importance of talking with God because God was going to be there for him. He was going to listen to him. He was going to help him with his sufferings and he was going to help him with everything that he needed. In Luke chapter 5 and verse 16, again we see the importance of prayer life in Jesus' life. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Often. Could we associate that word with our prayer life? Are we praying often? Because we need to be. We need to be reaching out to God for his wisdom, his love, his mercy, and his grace. Often. That's what Jesus did. So he himself often withdrew himself into the wilderness to pray. In Luke chapter 6, verses 12 and 13, it says, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. And so Jesus understood when there were important decisions to be made. When he was going to choose his apostles, he spent all night in prayer to God. What about important decisions in our lives? Are we praying to God? Are we spending all night asking God for the wisdom to make the proper choices in our life? That's what Jesus did. In Luke chapter 9 and verse 18, And it happened as he was alone praying that his disciples joined him. And he asked them, saying, Who do the crowds say that I am? Notice again, though, that he was praying when his disciples came up. He was talking to his father about the day that was taking place, the things that were going on in his life, and asking for help and strength, and his disciples join him. Has anybody ever joined you while you were in your private spot praying? They knew where you were going to be because you were praying often, and so they would know where to find you. That's what Jesus did. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. Jesus did. In John chapter 17, verses 1 through 26, Jesus prays for himself. He prays for his disciples. He prays for them to have strength and to be one together like he and the Father are one in John chapter 17 and verse 11. And so Jesus understood the prayer for everyone, for himself, the power in prayer, for everyone, for himself, and everyone around him. Church, we need to truly believe in the power of prayer for ourselves and everyone around us. And when we do, our prayer life will become closer to Jesus. He prayed often. When there were important decisions, he prayed all night long. 
He prayed for every situation in his life. He prayed for people. He prayed for himself. We need to understand the power of prayer as our Savior did and become like him. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.